Welcome to this week's podcast from Terrelgan City Church. We hope this message transforms and equips you to reach out. For more information about what's happening at TCC, head to mytcc.com.au or check us out on Facebook. We hope you enjoy this message. Those who know me well know that I don't generally have notes because I never stick to them, but... (laughs) I thought this time I have to. So last week, Megan started um, with Miracle May. (laughs) And who expected that we were going to have it like this? I mean, it has been an intense couple of weeks, and it is just amazing. And this is only the start. I'm telling you now, it is only the start. Because God really wants to do something incredible he really wants us to start flowing in his gifts in his presence and start ministering to people because how many of you know that if we go out there people are hurting people are suffering people are struggling at the moment and uh, it's not just in the church but it's everywhere and Our job as Christians is to minister God's kingdom to people. So this morning, I'm going to share on healing and how it is in God's nature. So my message, oh, go away. Sorry, my phone is ringing. Um, It's quite typical. It's not God this time, so (laughs) we'll leave it. <laughs> oh, my message title is Healing the Children's Bread. Um, how many of you, do you remember anything from uh, Pastor Megan's message last week? Oh, I'm sorry, the week before, fortnight before the first Sunday, first. Yeah, I know you do. Actually, the message is really good. So if you don't remember, he is the same God, exactly. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That was one of the things. Uh, his name is Jehovah Rapha, Lord, our healer, Exodus fifteen twenty six. I am the God who heals you. It is in his nature. When we go into Acts and read what the disciples did, uh, and all of them, uh, all the believers in the early church, we see that they went around and healed every single person who came across their path. Even to the point where um, John and Peter were walking to the temple one day. It was at the time of prayer. They prayed every single day. And they broke bread every single day. And they were walking and they walked past this beautiful gate. It's called the beautiful gate to the temple. And there was a lame man who'd been lame from birth. Lying there. And Jesus walked, no, sorry, Jesus in uh, Peter and John uh, walked past this man and uh, they looked at him and saw that, okay, he has faith, he's expecting something from me. Looked at them and thought, okay, silver and gold I don't have, but what I have, I give to you. In the name of Jesus, rise up. And the man stood up as they lifted him, they stood, he stood up. And his ankles and his feet got strength. 
and it says that he started leaping and dancing and shouting and praising God. Here is a man who's been lame from birth, and all of a sudden, he's praising God. What do you think happened in that city at that time? Well, the Pharisees and Sadducees, they dragged his parents into the temple and questioned them, because, hang on, uh, these things don't happen. You can't do that. And um, they questioned uh, the man as well, and the parents said, because they were scared of the Pharisees, they said, oh, look, he's old enough, ask him. They knew what had happened, but now ask him. Anyway, I'll go back to my message. (laughs) In Mark chapter 7, verses 25 to 29, it says that, but after hearing about him, this is Jesus, A woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit immediately came and fell at his feet. Now the woman was a Gentile of the Syrophoenician race, and she kept asking him to cast the demon out of her daughter. And he was saying to her, let the children be satisfied first, for it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. But she answered and said to him, yes, Lord, but even the dogs under the table feed of the children's crumbs. And he said to her, because of this answer, go, the demon has gone out of your daughter. This was a strong statement that Jesus made to a woman that came to ask him to heal her daughter. Jesus was telling her that she had no right to ask for healing since she wasn't Jewish. Wisely, And remarkably, this woman humbled herself and pleaded to mercy instead of trying to demand her rights. She didn't have any rights. And when Jesus had mercy on her, she returned home to find her daughter healed. It is that simple. She received based on Jesus, not on what she deserved. And it is the same with us We have received, not as we deserve, but out of grace. Because God loved us so much that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him will have life and that everlasting. Um, We deserve to actually be eternally separated from God. But Jesus loved us so much that he went to the cross for our sake. And because of what he did, we have life. Many of you wonder if God heals today, then where is it? How do I get it to manifest? You believe it works, but you don't know how. Maybe you've seen someone stand and not get healed, or maybe you have stood for your own healing and had not seen it manifest. Whichever it is, your faith has been shaken as a result. Well, I want you to know that God wants you well. His promise is that I want you well. I gave my life through my son so that you could have life and that in abundance. And I will share with you today how it actually works. One of the things you have been convinced of before you even approach this is that healing is in Christ's atonement. Look at what it says here in 1 Peter 
talking about Jesus, who his own self bear our, bore our sin in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. One, he wants us to live for righteousness. But secondly, by his stripes, we were healed. It is past tense. It is a fact that has already taken place. God cannot do any more for you than he's already done. And that is the amazing thing. He's already done it. Our job is to minister to people, tell them the good news that God has done it, and then expect the change to take place as the Holy Spirit ministers. Notice how it says Jesus took stripes for your healing. It is yours. It's one of the things Jesus bought for you through his sacrifice. And this verse says you were healed, past tense. This is such a clear statement that I wonder how any Christian could not believe that. But I've learned that many people don't let the Bible get in the way of their theology. <laughs> Even some who believe God can heal don't believe he will or has already healed. They say things like, well, God heals, but not all the time. Sometimes it's not his will. But it's hard to argue with a past tense statement like that of First Peter 2.24. I know, I, will, I used to be an English teacher. My English might not be perfect, but I know grammar. Um, it is in the past. It has already taken place. You cannot change that. So if he purchased for our healing, our job is to believe and receive. When people say that sometimes it's not his will, if we look at the scriptures in Acts chapter 10, um, verse 37, 38, it talks about Jesus who went around in Galilee healing all, all who were afflicted by the devil. Not just one person, but all, every single person. You read through the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you will see that there is not one instance where Jesus did not heal a person. If he did it then, Hebrews 13, 8 says that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So if he did it then, he can do it now. And he wants to use us because he has filled us with the Holy Spirit. And uh, <laughs> thanks, Dave. <laughs> he has filled us with the Holy Spirit. And we expect the same results. I challenge you today to take hold of these promises, start meditating on them, and see it take place. It says here, it's actually taken from Isaiah 53, which was 700 years before Jesus was born. That he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. This chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. So Isaiah was prophesying about Jesus coming 700 years before he came. Then in Matthew 8.17 it talks about how Peter's uh, mother-in-law was sick with fever. And Jesus came uh, for a visit. So uh, he sees her there and... Uh, 
he heals her. And in Matthew 8, 17, it says that uh, this was so that the scriptures in Isaiah would be fulfilled, that by his stripes you are healed. Because he was there at that time, and he was healing then. And now it says in 1 Peter 2.24 that by his stripes you were healed. Some people try to make this to mean that Jesus only took stripes for our spiritual healing. Well, he did suffer for our spiritual health. But let's look at how the prophecy was fulfilled. Okay, I already jumped. When the even was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils. And he cast out the spirits with his word and healed all that were sick, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah, the prophet saying, himself took our infirmities and bore our sickness. This makes it clear that Jesus suffered for your healing. It belongs to you. Healing is the children's bread. It's your portion. It's what God has given to you. If you are a uh, Christian, healing belongs to you. So if you just meditate on the implications on this for a while, it go a long way in seeing healing manifest. You just realize, I don't have to be sick. And that is exactly right. We have a few of those testimonies uh, lately. A few months ago, I went to Port Campbell for work. Um, That was March. And um, for a long time, um, 18 months or so, I'd uh, suffered from deafness in my ear. And um, my ear canal had been blocked um, because COVID gave me dermatitis, which then um, dermatitis caused use of... um, sanitizers and stuff that in turn spread to my ear canal blocked my ear canal and I couldn't hear and it was really really frustrating so on the way to Port Campbell I decided uh, I can't remember it was after a church service I decided I'm I'm tired of this I'm really really tired of this so um, I left Colac I had lunch or dinner there left Colac to drive and it's another 120 something case um so tired of it. I spoke to it. I commanded my ear to open. And um, halfway between Simpson and Port Campbell, my ear popped open, and I was in absolute shock. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe the fact that I could hear, but it was such a interesting <laughs> experience because I hadn't heard for that long that all of a sudden be able to hear and it was just amazing. And then um, uh, God uses other people as well to minister to us. And um, this second healing is what took place a year ago, um, just over. And um, I'd been suffering a long time with uh, my personal issues and demons from my childhood and um, a long time and uh, I never ever felt worth anything I really struggled with my self-image I 
didn't think I was good enough. Still don't, but that's all right. <laughs> it's a bit better. Um, and um, I thought after service here, I went up to Chris and I said, look, I really need some help. Um, I need you to help me. And Pastor Chris agreed to catch up with me the following day. And um, we spent three hours that night just talking. And then after we'd spoken, Chris said, let's pray. I really feel this. And he said, let's pray. He prayed. We prayed for probably 15 minutes. But in that 15 minutes, God healed over 40 years of hurt and pain and feeling absolutely inadequate. 15 minutes it took for God to heal that much hurt and pain. Yes, I've had to walk the, uh, through that uh, ever since. But uh, God has done a major number in our life. So what he has done for me or any other person like Michelle or I know my wife had, has had a few healings, um, he can do it for any of us. He is actually no regarder of people. And apart from uh, this lady here, is there anyone else who has problems with their ear? Any of you have problems with your ear? Okay. There you go. Right ear? Both. Okay. I want to minister because I actually want to demonstrate that God is no regarder of person. He really isn't. I will, as God shows, I will pray for people and I expect full healing, full restoration of your health. God is not limited. We are the ones who struggle with the fact that um, maybe uh, he might do it for you, but he won't do it for me. God is not regarded of person. If he does it for me, he can do it for anyone. Trust me, I'm not the best of God's children. Uh, I'm better now because of him. Because he is perfect. But he will do it for you. If you let him do it. So, Father, in Jesus' name, I just thank you for Pastor Megan. Ears. I command you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth to open up, clear up, hearing, be restored in the name of Jesus. Full healing, full restoration. If you have the same problem, I want you to just receive, because as I pray for Megan or speak to these conditions, he can do yours at the same time. So in Jesus' name, ears open up. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus' name. Hearing fully restored. How do you check whether your ears are open? 
hand. They popped. There you go. <laughs> Praise God. Anyone else? Hallelujah. While we were sitting there before, <laughs> I felt someone else um, having problems with their back. That was during worship. Who's the one having trouble with their lower back about here? Toby, would you please come? Uh, I hope you don't mind, but I really want God to touch people. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, I just praise you and thank you for Toby. Back, I command you to align yourself to God's word. In Jesus' name, I command you to be fully healed, fully restored. Muscles, I command you to relax, to rest, and to be strengthened in the name of Jesus. Spine, I command you to align yourself to God's word. In Jesus' name, be fully healed, fully restored. Okay, anything that you couldn't do before? Okay. Yeah, that's fine. No worries. <laughs> the thing is, God is good. And He wants to do so much more than we can think or imagine. Ephesians 3. It's one of our scriptures for this church. One that we really, really stand on. And we actually believe it. So Ephesians 3, verse 20, says, Now to him who is able to do so much more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power that works within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus for all generations, forever and ever. Amen. He wants to do more. So challenge yourself, challenge God. Do you need to receive something from God? You might not know God. I don't know. He wants to know you. Alan, you said you need a new hip amongst other things. Can we pray for you? Hallelujah. Father, in Jesus' name, I just speak life and health to Alan's body. Body, I command you to align yourself to God's word. Hips, I command you to be fully healed, fully restored in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I just thank you, Lord Jesus, for what you're doing in Alan right now. Thank you for your miracle working power. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Let me know. Okay. 
Can we just stand up? Heavenly Father, I praise you and thank you for your Holy Spirit. I thank you, Father, that you sent your Son for our sake so that we could have life and that in abundance. And Holy Spirit, I thank you that you have been on the journey for the whole time. You were the one who hovered upon, upon the deep when the entire universe was created, Lord. And you were the one who raised Jesus from the dead on the third day. And your word says, Lord, that if the spirit of him who raised Christ from the dead, Romans 8, 11, resides in you, then he will transform your mortal bodies. So, Lord, as we keep walking with you, as we walk out of here today, I just welcome you to do what you do best. Holy Spirit, come and transform lives. I ask for a spirit of wisdom, revelation, knowledge, and understanding. Holy Spirit, show us what we have already been given. Teach us what we have already been given. Father, in Jesus' name, I just hand this all to you, and I praise you and thank you that you will continue to confirm your word. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thanks for listening to this week's message. We hope that you've been challenged and inspired. For more information about Turalgan City Church, check out mytcc.com.au.